Thanks for listening to this Ave Maria radio podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends and family and across social media. Building the church so we can bless the nations. This is Ave Maria radio. Thanks so much. Good being with you. I'm Al Presta, and we've got the topic uh, that came up this morning. Uh, I, I noticed it for the first time this morning. It's actually been around for a few days. But the Archdiocese of New York, the Archdiocese of New York is a big, big area, right? The Archdiocese of New York has instructed its priests not to grant religious exemptions for COVID-19 vaccines. I'm actually going to read the memo they sent out because it's not very long, and uh, I think it's worth hearing the whole thing. And then I'm going to have my guest, Dr. Michael Deem, uh, join us to discuss the document itself. Uh, He is Associate Professor of Human Genetics at the University of Pittsburgh. He joined us uh, last spring, in fact, to talk about uh, coronavirus and vaccines and uh, took uh, questions, I think, for just about two hours here. And um, at that time, he was serving at Duquesne University, and this fall he's going to be at uh, a, un- a professor, of, associate professor of human genetics at the University of Pittsburgh. He's uh, also uh, an affiliated faculty member of the Genetic Counseling Program at Indiana State University and a subject faculty member of the Certificate Program in Pediatric Bioethics at Children's Mercy Hospital. So let me, before I ask uh, Dr. Deem to join us, uh, I'll read this this document, and then we'll talk about it. This is from, uh, it looks like the Chancellor of the Archdiocese of New York, John Cahill, dated July 30th, and it deals with religious exemption from COVID-19 mandates. So here's how it goes. We occasionally hear from Catholics who have a sincere moral objection to the COVID-19 vaccines due to their connection to abortion. This concern is particularly acute among people who are strongly pro-life and very loyal to the teaching of the Church. It is a serious issue for some people who often seek guidance and support from the Church. His Eminence, that is Cardinal Dolan, has requested that clarity be provided to assist our priests in response to requests of this nature which they are receiving. Pope Francis has made it very clear that it is morally acceptable to take any of the vaccines and said we have the moral responsibility to get vaccinated. Cardinal Dolan has said the same. There is no basis for a priest to issue a religious exemption to the vaccine. By doing so, he is acting in contradiction to the directives of the Pope and is participating in an act that could have serious consequences to others. Imagine a student receiving a religious exemption, contracting the virus, and spreading it throughout the campus. Clearly, this would be an embarrassment to the archdiocese. Some even argue that it might impose personal liability on the priest. Then it closes, Any individual is free to exercise discretion on getting the vaccine based upon his or her own beliefs without seeking the inaccurate portrayal of church instructions. Our priests should not be active participants in such actions. And that is a a memorandum from the Archdiocese of New York, dated July 30th. And we'll be joined right now by Dr. Michael Deem. Michael, good to have you back here. Thanks. Thanks, Al. It's great to be back. 
your your response to this uh, memo from the Archdiocese of New York, apparently they were being, you know, deluged with requests for uh, exemption, religious exemptions from COVID-19 mandates. Uh, there's going to be a lot of mandates in New York City, we know. Um, so tell, tell me what you're, how you're reading this. Yeah, I think that uh, if my, by my understanding of, of the memo is that it was a measure of prudence. Um, I don't think that, contrary to what I, I've seen some say in interpreting this memo, that it, it is uh, contradicting uh, the CDF's position back in December, where mm-hmm. it noted that there's not an absolute moral obligation to accept the COVID-19 vaccine. I think the memo is careful enough where it's it's focusing really on the actions of priests. Right, right. Um, and I think that's really important to focus on. It is not saying that Catholics ought not to seek religious exemptions. It's not saying that there's an absolute duty to be vaccinated. But rather, it's taking, I think, a very prudent measure in advising priests who are going to encounter such objections and to help ensure that priests are... Uh, counseling spiritually and morally Catholics um, in the tradition of the Church and the framework that it was put put together by Pope Benedict the Sixteenth uh, for thinking about uh, vaccines that have some connection to past abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's sort of my positive gloss on it. However, I do think that the third paragraph is quite ambiguous, and so it is prone to several interpretations. So I think, but a charitable read is is, is what I'm, I'm kind of going with here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in in some ways, the person uh, has to decide uh, about uh, whether they're going to be vaccinated or not, uh, um, and once that's decided, why do they need a religious exemption? I mean, what they're saying, it seems to me, is that they need a religious exemption to shut the state up if the state is mandating vaccines. And um, and then uh, you have the problem then of the church issuing exemptions for uh, practices that the church is not in opposition to. So I'm, I'm curious... So this is a measure for priests to reassure them they don't have to issue any exemptions of this sort. But it's this. It I mean, this isn't a mandate, is it, to get the vaccine? No, I, I do not read it at all as a mandate to get the vaccine. Um, I think that, and again, I'm I'm in the diocese of Pittsburgh, so I'm quite a bit away from the archdiocese of New York. But we we see the statistics. Uh, COVID cases are beginning to climb in New York, uh, and uh, any unbiased viewer of statistics will see that this new Delta variant uh, is not like the Alpha strain. Uh, It is extraordinarily contagious, and we're seeing otherwise healthy children now being hospitalized. About 25% is what a biostatistician at a major pediatric hospital told me yesterday Hmm. uh, was roughly the proportion of these children who are going to the ICU. Yeah. Uh, who were healthy in underlying conditions. So I think that the Archdiocese of New York has that in, in view. I also think it has in view um, the troubling message that um, has been given by a very small number of, of clerics, very small number of priests and bishops, 
who have been misrepresenting uh, what the Catholic Church's position on these vaccines right. is, right. Um, and more or less giving bad science and bad information out, which uh, at this stage in the pandemic uh, does begin to militate against uh, our obligation to promote the common good. Yeah. And so I think that this is a message to priests um, to give them a bit of guidance and to suggest that, you know, ensure that you are a, a moral counselor, that when a parishioner comes to you, uh, an employee at a parish, in the case of schools, uh, a teacher, a staff member, maybe even a family, uh, that you are following your moral duty to advise them with faith and reason and to guide them uh, in a way that reflects accurately what the Church's view is, mm -hmm. and that is that these vaccines are not just morally permissible to accept, but when one does sort of the ethical analysis and weighs it carefully, according to Pope Benedict's criteria, Pope Benedict XVI's criteria, uh, it looks like there's a very strong moral responsibility, not an absolute one, yeah. but a strong moral responsibility to accept the vaccine. And, th and I think the Archdiocese wants its priests to advise people in line with the Catholic moral tradition, not in line with things that are going afoul, which is what I take that reference to be in the last paragraph. Yeah, it reads this way, any individual is free to exercise discretion on getting the vaccine based upon his or her own beliefs without seeking the inaccurate portrayal of church instructions. Our priests should not be active participants to such actions. So, I guess the question I would ask is, why would one want a religious exemption in the first place? Uh, is it because, again, uh, it's, the thought is that if the Church issues a religious exemption, that you're free from not having to comply with state mandates? Is that what this is about? Yeah, so this would vary by state, uh, right? So New York yeah. can have different vaccine policies than uh, California, which does not have... Uh, philosophical and religious exemptions, at least for children's uh, immunizations. And so, you know, religious uh, exemption is a non-medical exemption, uh, and many states will allow parents to um, be exempt from particular vaccines uh, and still enroll their children in public schools or other sort of publicly funded activities. Not all right. states, but most states do. And it's just a matter of checking a box. So I think that there's some, some legal language here. Uh, and one of the uh, concerns might be that uh, a priest uh, may advise families that, well, you can get around um, you know, state mandates uh, if, if it's an adult that's being counseled, if, if the employer is requiring uh, uh, vaccines for, for employees. Uh, here's a way around it, and you have this sort of protection from the state. And so then the priest takes on a sort of an active role in uh, circumventing, say, the, the state's public health uh, right. policies. Right. So I think that's why the language there, religious exemption. So um, it is a technical term, and most states allow religious exemptions right. uh, without asking what that might be. Okay. With Catholicism, and this is what I understand this last paragraph to mean, and I, and I agree with the archdiocese if this is what they meant, is that uh, Catholicism, the Catholic Church has had a position on vaccines developed utilizing fetal cell lines, since at least 2005, right, uh, and issued the most, probably the most authoritative statement on it in 2008, the CDF did, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, and then again in 2020, the CDF weighed in again, 
specifically with the COVID-19 vaccines. So we've had a normative framework for thinking about this since 2005. And so I think there's also, in, uh, you know, the subtext here is that if one is a professing Catholic and we adhere to and apply, at, you know, with integrity, this normative framework that the church has given us, then there's really no such thing as a Catholic exemption, right? One doesn't appeal to the uh, moral teaching of the church and say that because I'm a Catholic, I object to taking these vaccines. So I see that last paragraph distancing, that a Catholic who's going to object to these vaccines couldn't object on the grounds of Catholic faith. There's not a strong moral case to make there. They would need to be objecting in some other way. Maybe they're fearful, right? There's a lot of fear about the vaccine. Um, They might have inaccurate data. Uh, many states allow philo- what are called philosophical exemptions, a very vague category. But I think what's being said here is that, look, we, we have a very deep moral tradition. We're using a framework uh, that Pope Benedict XVI drew from St. Alphonsus Liguori. Um, there's not a good Catholic moral case against accepting the vaccine. Yeah. Um, so don't try, so don't try to enlist us. So don't try to enlist the right. Church in your project here. Correct. I, that's how I'm reading this. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I. That's the way it looks to me too. It took me a, a few times reading this through to finally conclude that. Um, I, I at first I thought uh, there there was an attempt to uh, mandate uh, vaccines, but it seems that's not the case. It's just an attempt to uh, protect the church from being enlisted in support of objections that the church itself doesn't hold. Michael, yes. thank you. And that's my worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, great talking with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to talk to you again, Al. Thank you. Dr. Michael Deem, Associate Professor of Human Genetics at the University of Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, enjoy, enjoy having him. He was with us last March, and hopefully we'll have him in the near future as well. I'm Al Cresta. This week at AveMariaRadio.net's Poll of the Week, we want to know what are some ways you measure success in your parish community? Let us know by filling out the poll at AveMariaRadio.net. Scroll down on the homepage and click Poll of the Week.